You're listening to My Friend's Place on WGOTLP Gainesville. On the show this week, we have a follow-up to the big cock mascot news happening in South Carolina. Also, uh, got round two of Getting Snuffed, the best of Snuffy Smith comic strips, as well as a few new television reviews of some things that I think you will enjoy. Also, brand new music from alternative legends and great artists, including uh, Robin Hitchcock as well as the church so uh first up here on my friend's place we have new music featuring roy scott and the great allison uh, goldfrapp song title is the night hope you enjoy
Thank you. 
Magazine with Pictionary, and it's going to close out the warm-up mix portion of my friend's place this week. Before that, you had Roy Scop and Allison Goldfrat, The Night. Then it was one from the Horse Lords called Mess Men. You also happen to hear that on uh, Fred Souter's Strip Music Hour, if you listen to that show as well. Then it was new music from Edenclaw Park Lodge. After that, you had Phaser Days with Break, and that catches you up to all the music you heard this week here on My Friend's Place. Before we get into a little bit of follow-up story from Mascot User last week, I do really want to try to encourage you to become a patron on Patreon. You can do so by going to patreon.com backslash WGOT and searching uh, for us. And it's only $1 a month at the minimum, and all those dollars really do add up and help us kind of keep our, sh- our shows and our uh, station up on the air. And for you, you unlock some uh, original content that you otherwise would not have access to, including some stuff from HR, including some stuff from uh, Fred, and quite a few things from myself as well, including a new reggae mix that I put up about uh, two or three weeks ago, as well as an indie mix that I put up that I really think kind of captures like the new wave energy and sound of the 80s, but is all brand new music. So please consider subscribing for just a minimum $1 a month on uh, Patreon to WGOT. We really appreciate that. So get off my soapbox for a minute, and let's talk about a follow-up to a story I did last week as part of Mascot News. If you listened to my friend's place last week, you know that South Carolina, they have a live rooster, and it has a name. Uh, their mascot is called Sir Bixburg. And it's been that way for quite some time until about six weeks ago. Here's what happened. Quick uh, review. The people that had been managing the bird, I think for the last decade, they did not want the new owners to be able to use Sir Bixper for one simple reason. The new owners, the people that are now managing the uh, actual rooster that's on the sideline for South Carolina games, no longer want to trim or cut the comb off the rooster. So the comb is actually the red part you know, that makes a rooster basically look like a rooster. Why didn't they want to do that? Well, they say that doing that, cutting that part of the rooster's head off, puts the rooster in poor health or affects the rooster's health. And they were not about that at all. 
The yield owners, their reason for cutting that part off was to make the rooster look more like the traditional South Carolina rooster gamecock, who, interestingly enough, is based, like the look is totally 100 based off of cockfighting. So on the one hand, the new owners don't want to support like anything that you know, glorifies or makes cockfighting seem acceptable. The old owners, they wanted to as close to tradition as possible. So they've been fighting for months and months and months. And when I left the air last week, they had not come to an agreement. And apparently, the new name of uh, Sir Big Spur, the actual live mascot for South Carolina, was going to shift to the general. But that didn't stay very long. Um, almost as soon as I went on the air, there was an announcement um, that the conflict between both parties, uh, the Clarks, uh, Snelling, and Arbit Albertelli, rather, and the university had been settled. And for this season only, they can call it Sir Big Spur. Now, what happens next year, uh, the copyright, the mascot, you know, who knows? But I guess for this year, uh, these adults came together and they decided that the best interest of the bird and South Carolina was to be able to keep that original name. And hopefully they're able to <laughs> reach a equitable uh, resolution next year without glorifying cockfighting, of course. So anyway, there's your cock update this week here on My Friend's Place. We're going to get into some brand new music right here. Um, let's do uh, Julia Shapiro. Yeah, let's do that. Julia Shapiro song title is Death um, 13, and you're going to hear the Gen Champion remix very strongly channeling some serious 80s uh, energy on this one. So if you enjoy it, you're listening to My Friend's Place on WGUTLP Gainesville.
That is brand new music from Magdalena Bay. All you do, and you're listening to my friend's place on WGOTLP Gainesville. Before that, you had new stuff from Julia Shapiro, Death, uh, Chapter 13, I believe, the Gin Champion remix. Then you heard one from Mount Kimby, a Deities Encore featuring Live. There was one from Goat under Nonation. After that, you had Fujia and My Miyagi uh, with slight variations. Then it was one from Turnover, Ain't Love Heavy, featuring uh, Bray Morale. Then it was uh, new music from George Fitzgerald, Past Tense, featuring Panda Bear. And there you go. You're all caught up to the great music you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. So before we head into another half hour or so of commercial-free, awesome, brand new music, Let's talk about a little bit of television that I've been watching, and i got a few suggestions for you this week. Um, before I do so, first up, and total congrats to the Florida Gators and their big football win over Utah. Also, uh, special cheers to the La Vuelta, which is basically the Tour de France, except uh, instead of picturesque France and the fields they're riding across, you've got beautiful Spain. So it's kind of the same category of bike racing, and there's nothing better than just putting that on the bike background and doing whatever you're doing, folding clothes or working on your computer or working from home, whatever you uh, you boys and girls do. Um, so I haven't really watched very many movies this week because I've been watching football and bike racing, of all things. But I do still have three brand new TV shows to recommend to you. So let's work our way up from the bottom. Um, from my least favorite to my most favorite of the three. Uh, so we'll start off with Little Demon. So what is Little Demon? Well, Little Demon is an animated series uh, pretty much trying to be the horror version of uh, Rick and Morty from Adult Swim, except with, instead of male leads, we have mostly female leads, including the great, the awesome, the fantastic Aubrey Plaza as the mom who had a child with the devil, played by the great, the awesome, the fantastic Danny DeVito. Incredible voice acting uh, ensemble here in this animated series. Um, so how was that casting for pretty much any show, live or animated? Anyway, um, the show is a very, 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 very R-rated parody of horror. In particular, uh, especially movies with monsters, uh, things that, you know, like Guillermo del Toro type movies, like Hellboy and Pan's Labyrinth. Um, also, kind of movies that are like uh, the really criminally underappreciated Constantine uh, with Count of Reeves. So, those kinds of like wizards and monsters type movies. Um, and it is really not, I can't stress this or not not family friendly in any way and it plays weekly on fxx and streams on hulu so i like that but it would be the bottom of the three shows that we're going to talk about this week let's go to the middle which is welcome to rexham uh well what is it it's another fx show like um little demon which i thought was going to be more of like a comedy slash documentary version of um, Ted Lasso, the soccer show, but instead it's turned out to be a really interesting and good behind-the-scenes sports documentary about a struggling Welsh pro soccer club 
competing like in the lower divisions, the minor leagues of uh, soccer in Europe, starring Rob McElhaney from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, one of my favorite shows of all time, and also Ryan Reynolds, who I'm not the biggest fan of Ryan Reynolds, but I kind of like him. But anyway, they team up and they buy this really, really uh, down-on-their-luck small soccer club in Europe. Um, Why, might you ask? Why would these two big superstars, one a movie superstar, one a TV superstar, team up to do that? Well, they both really love sports. And uh, especially on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like the Philadelphia Eagles and the Phillies, they've been a constant theme of shows going on. Or constant theme of plots on the show going on for a couple of years. And Rob McElhaney obviously has a, a great affection for teams in Philadelphia. So it kind of makes sense if you look at it from um, that uh, point of view. And they really do sincerely want to turn this pretty bad soccer club around. And in Europe, of course, you have relegation, which means if your team stinks, you get booted down to a lower league, something that might be cool in America, but we don't do it at all. And if you're in a lower league and you win the championship, you go up to an upper league. So that's basically what they're uh, talking about here um, for Welcome to Rexic, a team that's been relegated to a low league, trying to get up to a higher league. All right, so with all that explained and... Uh, uh, Basically, a very straightforward um, sports series about trying to turn a soccer club around. Is it good? Um, well, yeah, it is really great as a sports documentary. And if you've ever watched like Hard Knocks, the NFL show on HBO, you kind of have an idea of what they're doing. And I do really enjoy this behind-the-scenes look of minor league soccer in Europe. So there's my middle recommendation. Let's go to the top level. Lastly, House of the Dragon. And originally, I really did want to pass on uh, this new show, uh, just based off how poorly the last two seasons of Game of Thrones went. Like, legendarily bad. Um, but House of Dragon, this show, has something really extremely important working for it. It is based totally 100% on a completed and I'm going to put completed in all caps. Uh, George R.R. R. Martin uh, prequel novel that he wrote um, kind of in the middle of doing uh, House of Thrones, or actually not in the middle, more towards the end of House, uh, or excuse me, Game of Thrones. So the problem with the Game of Thrones series and why it tanked the last couple of years is they ran out of novels to adapt because George R.R. R. never finished the original series. Instead, he was doing like stuff over here, stuff over there, including writing a prequel novel uh, to Game of Thrones. And given his age, um, at this point, I'm beginning to think it's safe to say he's never going to finish the last novel for Game of Thrones. Um, but anyway, um, this all kind of led me to believe that House of the Dragon was kind of stink. But it doesn't, and it is good in every possible way. The CGI, the actors, the dragons, the set design, the costumes, all of those things are fantastic. Uh, so what is the basic plot of um, House of Dragon? Well, House of Dragons is a lot more like a traditional House of Cards um, version of Game of Thrones. It's very political in nature. 
with lots of modern parallels to happening or what are happening today with uh, Democrats and Republicans. Basically, um, House of Dragon is set 200 years before Game of Thrones, and it follows the Targaryen family as they rule the Seven Kingdoms uh, through the dragons, which in Game of Thrones or House of Dragons are pretty much the equivalent or the medieval equivalent of an atomic bomb. And of course, uh, later on, uh, we have uh, Daenerys Targaryen, the good guy slash bad guy of Game of Thrones. She's basically, I think, the great great granddaughter of the original characters. Super casting, incredible writing, and it is really rare for me to ever give you a show, um, House of Dragon, where I don't have any complaints at all about what they're doing. It's on HBO, and it is going to be a mega hit. You could watch uh, House of Dragon without ever seeing Game of Thrones, because it's actually a prequel. Or if you like Game of Thrones, but you hated the last two seasons, definitely jump on. It is very much worth your time. Anywho, let's get into some more music. We've got one from the uh, Little Demon soundtrack. Or actually, no. The Welcome to Wrexham soundtrack. And they have a theme song, which is Buddy Holly every day. And we'll uh, listen to that and get into more music afterwards. Every day it's a getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. Every day it's a getting faster. Everyone said go ahead and ask her. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. Every day. Seems a little longer Every way Love's a little stronger Come what may Do you ever long for True love from me Every day It's a getting closer Going faster than a roller coaster Love like yours will Surely come my way Hey, hey, hey a little longer every way love's a little stronger come what may do you ever long for true love from me every day it's a getting closer going faster than a roller coaster love like yours will surely come my way hey 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 Love like yours will surely come my way
bit of international music from Ianowen. Song title is Argain Manin, and you're listening to My Friend's Place on WGUT LP Gainesville. Right before that, you heard new music from Special Interest. Song titles Midnight Legend. Then you heard Beverly Kills with Fantasia. Then it was Orioles Beam uh, slash S. And then getting caught up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. You had a new one from Cry A Lot called Labyrinth. And now you know everything you've heard this week. Before I head into our next segment, just a quick reminder, I'm easy to find online by simply searching for Cramela Mix Show on the Google search. Cramela spelled C-R-A-M-E-L-A. And if you do so, you'll find past episodes of My Friend's Place, the show you're listening to now, and my more electronic-based music show uh, called uh, Cramela Mix Show, which you also might like if you've never heard that before. So that's easy to find. Again, just Google Cramela, C-R-A-M-E-L-A. While you're online, please, please, please consider becoming a patron to WGOT. How do you do that? Go to patreon.com backslash WGOT. Search for that. For $1 a month, you can help us out. Uh, $12 a year, basically, to uh, meet our basic bills, whether it's energy, streaming rights, computer problems, whatever. All those uh, dollars really add up. And you can do that again by subscribing at patreon.com backslash WGOT. When you do that, you'll unlock all the exclusive content that we've put up there. I put two new recent Patreon-only shows. One of them is new music, new artists with kind of a traditional reggae sound. And the other one, I have new music, new artists, that kind of have really captured like the 80s new wave sound. Both of those are available to anyone that subscribes to um, WGOT on Patreon. Again, $1 a month. So anyway, last week introduced a brand new show segment called Getting Snuffed. And what I'm going to try to do each and every week here on My Friend's Place is bring the wonderful, colorful, vibrant world of Snuffy Smith written by John Rose to life here in 2022. Love the comic strip, and hopefully you will appreciate and develop a true love of Stuffy Smith the way that I do here on uh, My Friend's Place. So last week, I had a lot of like setup time. It was really a comment on how hard inflation is really taking its toll on the working class and the price of gasoline in particular. So if you didn't hear that one, again, you can find that pretty easily. Again, Cramela, search for it online, C-R-A-M-E-L-A. This week, I'm gonna keep it really simple because I'm short on time. We're gonna go for a very fast two panel, Snuffy Smith. So here we go, panel number one, we got Snuffy Smith. He's holding what kind of looks like a cane, but I think it is a bent, kind of broken golf club. And he's talking um, to the parson, who is the preacher in uh, Hoot and Holler. And he's driving what kind of looks like an old jalopy, but I think it's just supposed to be a broken down golf cart. So anyway, here is our conversation. Uh, Stuffy Smith, me and Lukey have taken up golfing, Doc. All right, that's Stuffy. Here goes uh, Doc replying to Stuffy Smith. Oh, it's not the preacher. It's actually the uh, doctor who was in last week's comic strip, the one that they were uh, trading uh, valuable goods for medical services. Okay, so 
hopefully we've cleared that misconception up. Anyway, here is Doc responding to Snuffy. Well, hot diggity. I'll see you down at the golf course. So that's panel number one. Snuffy and the Doc are going to go down and they're going to play a little bit of golf. Which is kind of interesting because you wouldn't normally associate golf with maybe working class people. Um, hillbillies, if you will. Uh, a game they play, but hey, you know what? Maybe one of the, the beauties of Snuffy Smith is eradicating uh, beliefs, incorrect beliefs that we have about people that live in the South and people that maybe don't make as much money as some of the others, they can love golf too. And I think that's maybe one of the points that John Rose is making here with this comic. But anyway, that's panel number one. So panel number two, we have a second character. I don't know this character's name. I'm going to call him uh, John Longbeard. I know that he's friends with Stubby Smith. I see him quite often in the comic strips. However, he's nameless, at least for me right now. I'll do a little bit of research. But anyway, John Longbeard, I will call him, he's got a uh, kind of a, a stick. Let's just call it a stick. It's not a pole. Most times on golf courses, you have a pole that goes down to the hole. And on this um, golf course in Hoot and Holler, Obviously, they don't have the kind of money and resources to have like a metal pole, so they've fashioned a handkerchief with number three written onto this long stick, and uh, John Longbeard is uh, handling it, and no one else is in the panel. You can see from a distance, though, either Snuffy or the Doc is saying something to John Longbeard. I'm going to assume uh, that's Snuffy Smith. So here's what he says. Probably not. We made our own. Every hole is a par 98. So there you go. That's this week's Getting Snuffed. I hope you enjoyed it. Making a modern statement on leisure time and how working class people spend their time playing golf. They've made the, um, obviously... They've made the golf course a much longer version of a regular golf course to enjoy um, their time together and to appreciate uh, being outside in nature and hoot and holler. And there you go. Hope you enjoyed it. Anyway, it is time to get back into our last music segment. Let's start off with some alternative type music. Here's Knife Plate with Promise.
Thank you so much for listening this week. Before that, you had new music from Knife Play, Promise. Then, classic alternative band, The Church, with new music called The Hanagogue. Then it was a Julie Page 4. The song title is A Picture of Three Hedges. After that, you heard one that I played last week, which means I really, really like it. If you're two weeks in a row, that was Amtrak. Uh, the song title is Domino, and it just happens to feature the great Samuel T. Herring, whose voice hopefully you recognize from... Feature Island. So there you go. Pretty much all called up to the great music you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. Before I turn things over on Thursday to Fred Stoddard Stripped or Friday to H.R. Uh, Gertner with Red Pony Music Hour or maybe the awesome uh, Marcus on Sunday with Departure, I want to tell you about another new show that I really, really like. A brand new local show that's uh, debuting Tuesdays at 8 p.m. with a replay Friday at midnight which both just happen to be after my other show, uh, Cramwell Mix Show. And what it is, and what the title is, it's called Teachings for the Electronic Brain. It's kind of an interesting title. It's hosted by one of our brand new local hosts named Sasha Panic, and it is great, like melodic house, uh, progressive house, the type of stuff that you hear Sasha and Dig, we'd play all the time. So I guarantee if you like Cramwell Mix Show, you're definitely going to be in our a band of teachings for the electronic brain. Also, if you like what uh, Marcus does with Sweet Retreat, that's another group of people that I think will be into this show. Very melodic, very mellow. Could be played at a club, but also really good for home or uh, driving around in the car. So there you go. Teachings for the electronic brain. Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Uh, Fridays at midnight. Anywho, I'm about to head out of here, so I'm going to give you my closing track, my favorite song of the week. This week, one I absolutely adore, it's from the Gorillas. you hear it quite often on my friend's place, and they've teamed up with another person 
that you hear quite often on my friend's place, Tame Impala, also Booty Brown, and they have come up with an amazing indie pop song uh, called New Gold. I hope you enjoy this one as much as I do, because I can almost guarantee you're going to hear it next week just as well. Uh, anyway, here you go. Brand new song, Gorillas, New Gold, featuring Kane Apollo and Booty Brown. I'm out of here. Have a great week. But I'm the magic There's a pretty one. I ask her where it goes. Cause I really want I wonder if she knows. Though we're underwater, that's the way it goes. In the city Bullshit keeps coming, maybe I'm a matador What do we 